0: and welcome everyone to Gaming the System, the uh, podcast where three intersectional feminists talk about gaming through a feminist lens. Today we are Alex, Matt and Jem and we're going to talk about the cost of gaming crisis which is, you'll probably gather, somewhat connected to the cost of living crisis. Um, So yay, fun times for everyone. Um, I guess what I'm going to kick off with is a question about the cost of living crisis and whether this has impacted our gaming habits, whether we've changed the way we game, the games we play, or just generally changed like our gaming habits based on how much we can afford to do nowadays with the cost of living affecting the United Kingdom. Um, And I'll start, I think, I have thought a little bit about this. And I think I have definitely been considering my subscription costs, which we'll get onto a little later as well. But um, I'm still subscribed to my PlayStation Plus account. My partner's obviously cancelled his subscription because otherwise we'd just get the same twice over. But I have been thinking in recent months whether it's actually worth it because time is a big factor, I think, for me as well, having the time to actually play all the extra games that they provide you with. And the fact that they've changed the format recently into like three different tiers of subscription, um, mm. which uh, kind of makes you get a raw deal if you get the, uh, the cheapest option or you feel like you've got the raw deal if you've now got the basic option, which is what everyone had before. Um, but yeah, in terms of spending out money on games, definitely spending more time looking at sale prices rather than um, purchasing straight from the get-go. Although having said that, I have recently just bought Star Wars Jedi Survivor um, at full price. So slightly uh, hypocritical there, I suppose. But uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, we'll get on to the the pressures, I guess, that we face um, when thinking about about whether we should buy games straight away or wait for them as well, but yeah, I don't know how you
1: guys are feeling. I think, that I think it's it, at the moment every purchase is something that I, I think about. Yeah. And, you know, way up because it's always, fast, isn't it? Whatever mm. they. Those things, and I think um, subscription, the um, something, not because what we're subscribed to, but what we actually make use of. I mean, the thing is, if you buy them, and then you have the resell option, don't you? So you know, yeah. whereas when you you're you've got a subscription set up, then yeah. you you buy you you, you can't even down the line you can't gift the game to somebody you know it's all it it's a whole different system and i i think for me definitely sort of moments where I've been like, game because you know then maybe I sell it later um but but the flip side is that because I'm so behind on everything I'm not playing any Mm. current games anyway so I'm not having to spend as many I I did consider the new Zelda game Mm, um, and, and then Swiftly changed my mind because of the price, and mm. because I was like, but there's a lot of other games that I haven't played good, Um yeah, half the price. And I did recently um, buy some add ons for my Sims, and again, but they're all on sale at the moment, so yeah. if you're a Sims fan, get on there. <laughs> but yeah, um, so and I was really pleased because I've been looking at it and umming and ahhing about it, really like you know, spent ages wondering. And then, the like, two days later, I went on and the sale had just happened. And I was just like, oh my god, I'm so glad I didn't buy it yesterday. <laughs> so it the worst feeling when
0: you buy something and it comes up in the sale like a day later, you're like, okay, bye bye. <laughs> I wish they had been. yeah Matt how are you doing with the uh, cost of living impacting on your gaming?
2: I think it's um, it's important for us to um, note that it's the current situation has only been branded a crisis mm. because it's starting to impact the middle classes
0: mm.
2: whereas the working class and the poor have been squeezed it's been a cost of living crisis for them. Forever, but it's 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 a. This is a really good way for us to talk about the impact that um, the economy and politics has on the consumer market and on its consumers, which is us and and games. it's, it's the, it seems to be the same thing is happening everywhere. Everyone is looking for the bargain. Everyone mm. is looking for the second hand. No one wants to buy brand new, but that can only get us so far. If everyone's in a position where they can only afford bargains, then eventually it's just going to bottom out and that's that's that I've, I've been it's so interesting i've been all the stuff recently about um how all the good things that we have in life that the media and education and propaganda tells us are were gifted to us by our merciful ruling class, like the weekend and the forty hour work week. but it was unions. It was Unions that did it. And the oh, there's so there's I, I I don't know where to start with all the stuff I'm saying. Basically, yes, I am looking for secondhand stuff as well, and it's rare stuff that I that I'll buy new things. I also bought the Jedi Fallen uh Jedi Survivor game. Mm. And sorry, Alex, it's the worst game I've you ever think- played. It's I I diabolically Awful! It upset me terribly. There is a little,
0: quite a lot of bugs, to be fair. Yeah.
2: It's not even the bugs; it's the no. things that they do deliberately. So that's <laughs> so. That's another thing where I, mm. I wouldn't, I don't think it'd be nice for us to have a conversation about it because I have, I I, I just, I would just talk and You're talk and talk. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, no, yeah, but some people might enjoy that. You know, know. You know there's <laughs> an audience out there for it, but. Uh, yeah, no, you've raised an interesting point, definitely about the intersection of class, and we'll we'll definitely be talking about that as well because you can't not talk about um, money without talking about class, um, and I think that's a really important point. I say I spent seventy pounds on Jedi, I didn't actually. I split it with my partner, so really, I've just spent the still, yeah, but still,
2: that's another that's another part yeah. that people that people rarely talk about is how capitalism is the annihilation of the organic family unit Mm. because it has become economically necessary in order to live your life. You need to cohabitate with people. That's why the vast majority of people in their 20s live with their parents Mm. because they can't afford to get a place of their own. And when when people when you do live with the partner you both have to work now
0: yeah
2: and so that's just another area the the goal they 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 want to oh, I've, oh the fucking i've been just thinking about how you know we talked about royalty and nobility recently how yeah. about how those and I realized that they all see themselves they're the ruling class mm they are the ruling the ruling class. They rule over the peasants, and to them we are all peasants. And they are just going through the next phases of pressing us further down into the mud. And that, well, oh, yeah, yeah, that, more of that to come. More of that to come.
0: Indeed. Yes. Do you feel like seventy pounds or more is an acceptable, reasonable price to pay? For a big flagship game on a console or a PC or even a Nintendo Switch,
1: I think it's bonkers. I think yeah. it's a huge amount of money. I mean, it is. It is. 70 quid is like, you know, a. Like, it's more uh, than, wow, well, how many tanks of petrol it's is that? more than food yeah. or, like, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's, like, it's a day's them, like, wage. Yeah. yeah, I could fill up for twice for that. Yes. You know, just yeah. less than twice, depending on how yeah. much the, where, where where whether I fill up on a motorway or in the <laughs> off a side yes. road. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, it just, it's a huge amount of money. I mean, it a is. board game, if you buy a board game, they they <clears> cost <throat> quite a lot. I mean, they're usually around, a, a, like a complex board game mm. is usually around the 4550 pound mark but I get a lot of physical stuff with that yeah there's a there's a, a lot more cost associated in my mind with um with board games uh physical board games because you know they have to be ship physically shipped they have to be stored they take it to be physically made whereas like the computer games the you know you pay 70 quid, even if you load it off yeah yeah it's i don't know i mean i don't know what the um markup is on them but but and i know that a lot of time and effort and person power goes into these games Games. We want, we want like the big, you know, the properly voiced games mm. with the really good graphics and the good storylines and all of that. You know, we we don't yeah. want to be. But like you say, you know, you buy a game and it's full of bugs. Yeah, and it's like they you got twenty yeah. quid for a bug I mean, if you drove, yeah. drove a car out of the forecourt and it wheels fell off or it didn't <laughs> yeah. turn right. You take it right back in again and demand a refund.
0: Yeah. Technically, I think you can. Well, I I think you can't get a refund if you pre order something. Is that right? Mm. I don't know. I'll have to check. check You can't get a refund
2: Uh, from Argos. You can't. If it's opened.
0: No. And you can't get one from Steam
1: after 24. I think they give you like 24 hours or Mm. as long as you haven't played it, you can't. You can get a refund. Um, Yeah.
0: Tricky tricky yeah no it's it's definitely a good point to make and i think a friend of mine actually once broke it down she said when this was back when games were around the 50 pound mark and she was like well to me that doesn't sound too expensive because if you think about the cost of a cinema ticket especially like 3d cinema ticket sometimes being around 17 pound 18 pound mark for something you go and spend maybe two and a half hours doing and a game you could spend upwards of 50 hours So in those terms, in terms of the time you put in, but again, you have to consider how good is the product that you're actually buying for that price. Are you actually going to spend that amount of time with it or is it going to be broken and you only play like two hours and in the end, it's just not worth the money? It's, yeah.
2: I think the the core of everything is people's the level of disposable income people have Mm. right yeah so the i think probably the one of the best like measuring sticks for how stable and egalitarian and positive a society is is the average level of income that the population have sorry, disposable income because that means that if everyone's got enough money all of their costs and expenses of everything are covered and they have a large amount of disposable income that is always growing because you're always if you've got a job you're working and then that means if there's a 70 pound game you can go fuck it i'll go and get this 70 pound game and i might play it for two hours and go oh what a piece of shit and trade mm. it in quickly uh, but not in not in too quickly because you're not it's it's not a rush and you can you could buy three of those games and try them up and it doesn't matter because all of your living expenses are covered Mm. and it does you you've got money that you can literally dispose of and the short-sighted money-grabbing scum are just looking slathering at the disposal income of the middle class, and going look, we've we we've sucked the poor and the working class dry, and now we want that. But I oh, another fascinating bit of propaganda and history. I looked at where <clears throat> where the the idea of the weekend started and the forty hour work week, and Henry Ford. All the articles saying Henry Ford, the uh, guy who created the Ford Motor Company, he's the one who created the weekend because he's an an excellent leader, a brilliant CEO who loves his workers. Whereas, um, what the truth is, he was a monster who employed a, um, he employed a henchman who created his own private police force and used them to brutalize the Ford company workers. And one of the most famous um, bits of anti-union brutality ever was perpetrated upon um, the unions of the Ford Motor Company. Henry Mm -hmm. Ford said... Leisure is an indispensable ingredient in a growing consumer market because working people need to have enough free time to find use for consumer products. So he didn't do it because he thought that Mm. people needed to live their lives and enjoy their lives. He did it because if they don't have free time to use my products, then what's the point? And what all of these companies should be doing is saying – Look, if we get rid of all their disposable incomes, gaming is a luxury. And if it's between gaming and eating, the people are going to have to choose gaming. Mm-hmm. So what is best for every company is to lobby governments to not do tax cuts and not do deregulation, but to enact policies that make sure that everyone has enough disposable <laughs> income so that when Matt buys his awful Dreadful piece of shit game. From the 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 guy the the dire- the director of the game mm. was the director of the third God of War game. Really? He yeah. yeah. He knows stick Asmussen. He knows what he's doing. And yeah, so when when Matt wastes his disposable <sighs> income on it, it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. And well, oh, yeah so oh oh, yes Mm -hmm. you mentioned
0: uh, gaming as a luxury there Matt which leads me very very nicely onto my next question which is I guess is there such a thing as a gaming snob which is to say someone that views gaming as as like a, a luxury product and something that they have the privilege of affording and thinking of anyone who can't afford to game as somehow lesser or you know, beneath them in some way. I guess it's kind of where I was angling that question. Um, but again, ties into social class as well. Jem, um, what are your thoughts?
1: Um, <clears throat> my only gaming snobbery comes from the types of games that people play, not whether mm. or not people can <laughs> play games. It's really so. interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean... Uh, no, I think in the I would sort of see it the other way. Actually, I think that it, it it's the sort of cliche idea of of a sort of um, I don't know overweight usually young man spends you know twenty four hours a day gaming and eating pizza is is the cliche idea of, yeah. of of a gamer um so it's so no i don't think there is a, gaming is a luxury because it's a time sensitive mm. thing and you you are, you can only game if you have the time to game and mm-hmm. people who are busting a gut to Survive don't have that luxury, um and if they do, if they have the ability to do it, then it's you know then more power to them. Yeah, you know, that we all need an escape from, you know, the shitty world that we find <laughs> yeah. ourselves in. So, so I think it's I, I don't really I don't really see it in those terms. Uh, I'm a bit, yeah. There are some games that I just think, like, well, you know, that does, but that that's just personal preference at the end of the day. That's got nothing to do with with um, class or mm. um, ability. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that you know the, your access to gaming is 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 a lot more to do with age as well. It's because it's also about the choice what you choose to spend your money on and it's mm. you know for me it could be for me or i can buy something for my daughter or i can buy something for the house mm. you know an allocated you know then then there are different things and as a as a parent there's a certain amount of responsibility to you know Put, use that money sensibly. That money wisely. Mm. Um, yeah.
0: yeah, definitely. Do you have anything to add to that question, Matt?
2: Um, I I agree that the. I'm proud of myself that I I I rarely talk. I when I think about Xboxes, if I ever think about them, <laughs> I'm able to soothe the vitriol
0: now, mm-hmm.
2: I think I've evolved. Yes. Somewhat. Um, but the – I think I agree with Jem that it's more like the people outside of gaming who look down on gamers and think, oh, it's a waste of time and money. Um, there are those people um, who are just – it's just ignorant and it doesn't matter. Uh, They've got their things. Who cares? It doesn't impact anyone. Um, But the the problem comes in again with the ruling class. They think that anything that people who aren't the ruling class do that isn't work, who don't work at 110% and smile and say, thank you, Mr. Bossman, for giving me the honor of generating wealth for you those are the people when they say, oh, they just, they just need to budget better. said Mm. by someone Mm. with generational wealth, who married a family with hunt, who has nearly a billion pounds of their name, that's where the damage comes in because they, they're the ones that make the rules of society.
0: Mm.
2: And so what they think actually hurts us. um, And, Though so that, so that kind, there's, there is, there is nothing that the the peasants do that is not something that can just be trawled that and gone over. Oh, they just need to budget better or wasting our money on that, which again comes back to disposable income. Of it shouldn't matter. You shouldn't have to justify every single penny you spend. Everyone should have enough, plenty enough money that they could just write off trying to do things that they care about and love or are interested in. And...
1: Mm. Um, <sighs> uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of um, the what's it called? Is it the living wage or the Yeah. The real, uh, is it real living wage or I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, the idea that we all get paid a base rate mm. that's the, that's a comfort gives us a comfortable yeah. life. Um and then you know then it's up to you isn't it if you decide and and i think you know that that's good because i've known like in other countries where they have a really good um social security set up um you might have a job that's seasonal or that <coughs> is um you know up and down um mm. and so y- you you do that job then and then you sign on for a few months and then you go back and you do the job and you you know and and I think those kind of setups are much better than this sort of everybody for the thing that we've got in this country you know where where well it's it's not even that is it I mean it's everybody for themselves and if you can step on somebody else on the way then yeah you know it's just I mean I saw by um uh, martin from martin's money tips um uh, money so money that anyway he's um he does uh, does all this like financial advice he shared a instagram post with a link to a website that is um that you can go on to to see what your local food bank needs because mm. um people are dropping stuff into the things at supermarkets and they're getting too much of this and not enough of that um and so he said oh you know go here check what people need and you know then you can at least be donating the stuff that that is helpful and that the response was horrendous there were so many people saying you know like oh um you know it's a People should just, well, yeah, just budget better. And I've seen people yeah. turning up in their cars and, you know, going to the food bank. And you think it's not a lot of effort to, to actually check check out what is required to access a food bank. It's not just anyone can just turn up. You have to actually right. be, you know, given a ticket by your doctor or the local this idea that and what does it matter why do people have to get so angry about it what does it matter if somebody you know I mean I'm, I obviously it matters a lot you know it's very problematic that people having to go to food banks but I mean yeah within that set scenario it doesn't know Brian from down the road because you know I don't know Tallulah goes to the goes to The food bank. It doesn't take anything, (laughs) unless he chooses (laughs) give I just think that we area where it's all about where we're starting for other Hmm. human beings. Where it's it's um, you know things are difficult. Things are difficult because of Ukraine. Things are sorry because of Russia, because of Putin. Things are difficult. (laughs) Let's be honest about who is. Because of Putin, things are difficult. Because of Brexit, things are difficult. Because of the pandemic, things are difficult. And because of the complete by our things are difficult, and things in this country are more difficult than they are elsewhere. Um, and I don't understand. Why people see it as a, a sort of zero game? I give like these other people something because they need it temporarily, maybe for their whole lives. You know that that me it it does me And I've tortured share if if you have as much as you can, uh, you know. And I that I've just gone right. Off topic. <laughs> you're sorry, you're it. It's really impo- no, because
0: it all ties in definitely. And on a serious note, I will say obviously the cost of living crisis is a very serious and very big thing, and it's impacting a lot of people in a very negative way. And if you are struggling and, and need support, there is support out there. Uh, mm-hmm. I know, obviously, I work for Scope, so I'm just going to say Scope has lots of support on available uh, disability and support. You can go there if you're struggling to pay bills and things like that. And Scope also has a list of free food bank uh, places and Trussell Trust food banks as well, if anyone is um, thinking about that. having I mean, we we have just raised the topic of food banks as well. But uh, yeah, there's plenty of support out there. Um, so please reach out if you need to. And uh, moving back into slightly... Um, can I, can less, I add, less add less one? Territory, unless you want to add one, Matt. Just one on.
2: last thing. Jane, yeah. you touched on the the ultimate subscription service, which is socialism,
0: mm.
2: which is people, <laughs> everything that food banks do is something that should be done through taxes.
1: Oh, yeah, people, absolutely.
2: People, well, yeah. people beyond a certain wage earning, there are reasons wages are called incentives. They're not your – they're called on legal forms, they are incentives because they are the reason that you work. And wages cost money to the to the businesses, but hopelessness and starvation and desperation are completely free incentives for them to use. That's why they want people to be desperate, because then they will accept more work, less pay, um, mm. worse conditions. Whereas with socialism, the people who make a certain amount of money pay in and we get the free healthcare, we get housing for everyone, we get guaranteed food, we get guaranteed water, guaranteed electricity, guaranteed internet. You get the entire, not just, they want it all to be about survival. It's pasted, but you can survive on just drinking out of a puddle than eating eating flowers off a tree and that's that's, that's <laughs> probably that's,
1: wouldn't <laughs> that's
2: that's what the oh that's what brian thinks that's how they've been trained to think and then for the people who you know who else doesn't work and don't pay taxes children <laughs> so we live we i can't remember who said this and shouted this in a particular way we live in a society we live in a society. So you've got to go, yeah, so we get, We live in a society. Do you want to live in a society where you just go, oh, the people below me suck and the people are – but I, my life sucks pretty much as well and it's getting harder. Or do you want to live in one where you go, yeah, we're all in this together and if we set it up economically, then we can all have a nice life, which would be the point. But no.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. That's it, yeah.
2: Socialism, mm-hmm. the ultimate mm-hmm. subscription service. Indeed. We hope you enjoyed that episode of Gaming the System. If you want to support us, you can donate to us through our PayPal by sending it to wearegamingthesystem@gmail.com. at gmail.com. If you want to send us a one off donation, if you want to donate to us monthly, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreoncom gamingthesystem. Until next time, bye bye.